You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. All right. Picture yourself in the most romantic, candlelit Italian restaurant that you've ever been in. And that's what I feel right now. Because we have a fantastic guest on the Maddie and Anthony podcast today. We have, from Grey's Anatomy, Giacomo Giannotti, an Italian man who's such a good man and a good doctor and a good actor that he decided to grace Anatomy our presence. Oh, snap. And that, that is good. Maddie that over good. there, and we, we high-fived. high-fived. And it didn't and even let, make a sound. Let's turn the music down. Holy Toledo. I gotta say, that was one of your best intros I think you've ever done. Gra- it was so Gray's good. Gray's Anatomy, our presence. Good oh my God. Night. You with the puns. I was, Maddie. Wordplay. I was at a. F- You're like a Marx brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it. Yes, hey. Scar <laughs> in my mouth. That, that you see is more Italian mobster, not even realizing that I was doing oh, a, wow, a yeah. stereotypical thing. Very cool. That was great. End. You got the spicy. Your, I, think, I don't think you could do that. I think that's racist. Well, you say you got spicy. I could. But I'm about Italian. Any... I'm Italian, and I, that offends me. I know. Carteropel is. Uh, where Where are you from in the Italian world? Uh, Nepali. Nepali. Uh, and that's where pizza was invented. Is that true? Yeah. Uh, have you ever been to Nepali? I've never been to Nepali, but I've been to Florence and Venice. And I got to say. It sucks. No, it's the best. What? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's the most beautiful place I think I've ever been. Venice is like, it's like a fairy tale. It's literally like you're walking around in a fairy tale. Why didn't you go to your home home country to see if there's any Carteropels running around? Uh, I didn't want to. Fair enough. No, I, I don't know. I just, I, I went there right after high school. Uh, to study, I took Italian in Italian. I learned Italian in Italian. You mean and I was in there Italy? F- in it in Italy. You took Italian in Italy. <laughs> no, 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 no. I learned Italian in the Italian language. That's that would make more sense than I took Italian in Italian. <laughs> you sound like a numbskull. I'm, I took Italian uh, in Italian. I'm a knucklehead. No, but I. Uh, it was an incredible experience, but it was also very difficult because I can't, I can barely speak English, and I'm in this class, and you can't learn Italian in Italian. There's, I was just, I had no idea what this woman was you saying. You can't learn Italian. It was. And you can't learn Italian from somebody in in Italy, but it's not from Italian from Italian, right? I'm not, I'm not learning Spanish from Spanish. I wanted to tell you another story about being there. Is I remember Peter Sellers. No, I stayed with a family in Italy, and they were really nice. They'd always make these like five course meals. And one morning, I was they uh, they made me they always made me great food. Everything was incredible. And then one morning, they gave me like pasta, and I was eating it. I didn't know what it was, and it had these like clear balls on. It was like bow tie pasta. And I had these clear balls on top of it. And I was like eating it. I was like, this tastes really weird. And I was like, 
I was like, oh, this is really good. What What is this? She's like, huevos. Huevos. And I was like, what's that? She's like, oh, it's fish eggs. Oh, you should tell somebody. Fish eggs. You should tell people if they're if you're serving them huevos. You should. It was. I don't know. I think it was huevos. Did you get? Did you like spit it, it was, into a napkin and offend the Italian family? I and, think I might have. Wow. Honestly, I think I. You shocked. But the it was Italians. breakfast. Oh, that is even crazier. You can't bring fish eggs to breakfast and not tell anybody. Next to the Wheaties, fish eggs? And while I was there, I think every day I just ate pizza, and I was very constipated the whole time. Yeah, yeah. That, I bet the, just those eat poor bread. Italians, because it's bread and cheese. That's all And I eat. think it was the first time I think I experienced what a hemorrhoid was. Oh, God. Let's get into how Sorry. my day is going. What is going on with this? You oversharing. <laughs> what? Well, what do we I need wanted- to know about? We had a nice romantic story about Italy. You know what? Get into constipation and hemorrhoids. <laughs> Tommy laughed. Well, he Tommy thought it was la- funny. Tommy, you know, Tommy likes potty jokes. <laughs> um, have you been to Italy? I have not. Uh, I really would like to, except for now. Maybe I shouldn't because I don't want constipation and hemorrhoids. I, well, that's not. It's it's the most beautiful country I have ever been to. And the bathrooms have less uh, stench because everyone's constipated. Just little balls. <laughs> they crap out little balls. Everybody, uh, little little clear fish balls. And I'm back, baby. Uh, you know what, Maddie? To be honest, coming in today and doing that stellar intro uh, with the uh, Grays. Uh, us with our uh, with his presence really turned my day around because I was crabby today. I don't know why. I'm just you were a little crabby. I woke up on the wrong side of the bed, as they say. And well, uh, I got Matt. Uh, I got more bad news for you. Uh, Greg just texted and said, "Wow, I'm still in line. Does any anyone else want anything?" Well, Greg, wow, long line. Almost. Greg got is it. fine. Uh, he we uh, we were going to. Uh, have a ceremonial uh, uh, event today. We were going to give Greg Muckman the employee of the month for December. And he was going to be really happy and we were really happy to distribute that to him. But we thought he was running late. Maddie thought he was supposed to be here at 1.30. He was supposed to be here at 2. It is now 2.16. And my favorite thing about that is it's really close to 2.30, and that's a dentist's favorite time. Anyways, uh, Greg is not late because he's picking me up coffee. Uh, But what's going on with you? Why do you think you're grumpy? I think it started with baby Zane uh, waking up and uh, choosing mommy over me. Uh, A daddy... Is gonna make you breakfast this morning. I want mommy to make me breakfast. What oh. about daddy? No. And then I was just like, you know what? I don't want to make you breakfast. And then he was like, I want breakfast from you. And I was like, no, you're not getting breakfast. Uh, but I made him breakfast after all. But you know, maybe it started with that. Maybe it started with the fact that my mom sends me a text. Uh, if your phone rings, why aren't you answering it? I know it's not going straight to voicemail. Or she's more like, if your phone rings, why don't you answer it? I know it's going, it's not going straight to voicemail. And then later I texted, because I was meditating, 
I was, I was, I was caught. I was creating chi for myself, Maddie. Chi. I love this chi. I was trying to do that, and that's why I didn't call you. Oh well. And I was just like, "You're coming in hot already, Mom. First, first part of my day, you're coming in hot. Coming in hot. Everyone's coming in hot. Yeah. So I think these two things. Uh, also, I found out baby Zane. This is this drove me to the edge. So Zane went to preschool today. We I pick up the photos of his preschool photos. Yeah. He's wearing. A white T-shirt, like a like a crazy person. A white T-shirt for his photos. For his school yearbook photos, white T-shirt. I put on a nice red sweater. I did his hair, made him look really nice. The pictures show up today. White T-shirt. <laughs> oh my god. White T-shirt, like some kind of thug. <laughs> What kind of parent lets their kid have a white t-shirt picture? Well, you could Photoshop it. You could Photoshop the... I mean, that's a good palette. I don't know what happened to the sweater. It, it's Did just, you ask him? I Not Zane, because he, he, he clearly wasn't the teacher who decided that the white t-shirt... I think you need to confront the teacher. I called the teacher. And what'd they say? They thought it was a nice... There was a button or there was a pocket. They kept saying pocketed shirt. Well, it was a nice pocket shirt. It's a white <laughs> undershirt. It's not a pocket shirt, Miss Sheila. That's bizarre. She kept bizarre. on making the excuse. It's a pocket shirt. So I said, what needs to happen is I need some retakes. And yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. And I can't get retakes of the class photo, Maddie. There's a whole class photo, and all the kids are looking cute, and some people have some little children have ties. All the girls have little dresses. Not Zane, white T-shirt, pocketed oh shirt. Oh my god! So then I called, and they said that I could go to Woodland Hills, which is far away from my where I live, to get the retakes. But damn it, I'm doing it, and I'm bringing that white red sweater. He you, deserves it. We yeah, all deserve it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. White T-shirt, like I didn't care. Like I'm a well, terrible it's not father. your fault. It's not your fault. And for one, you're not a terrible dad. You're Thank one you. of the best dads. I I wish my dad was as as good as you are. I at cannot Tizane. believe the thing is is I arrived that day at the at the preschool. Yeah. And they were taking pictures when I arrived. So I drop him off. He stands in line to go get pictures. Red sweater. What happened to the red sweater? Maybe he got hot. Maybe he got a little sweaty. He did probably. He must have. But from the line, there was like four kids in front of him. From four kids, they decide he's too hot for the nice outfit. Let's put on the white t-shirt. Nobody will care. Who makes that kind of decision? That's not the parent. Who makes a decision? That, who makes an executive decision white t-shirt in a photo? Anthony's pointing at me right now. Well, no, like my hands are like in the it's air. It's my fault. My hands are in the air, <laughs> and I'm waving like I do care. No, you do. You're a good man. You're a good father. There's no question about that. Well, the phone call today drove me nuts too because they were like, "Button, it's a nice button shirt." Or not button. button. There's not no button. button on a white I'm, shirt. I'm so furious I can't even remember what they were explaining. It's a nice pocketed shirt. Pocketed shirt. <laughs> It's a white shirt that was the undershirt, so he didn't itch from the sweater. And so you could take off the sweater 
after the picture. So, so they can what play. you're saying is, if I ever wear a white shirt around you, you won't talk. No, to me. I like a white shirt. Okay, but for picture day, are we? Yeah. Are we Neanderthals? Are Tommy, we can you weigh in on this? I don't think he's got the mic over. You don't there. have hey, a mic. Hey, what's he need to wave in on it anyway? What's he know? <laughs> what do I'm I know about? I'm kidding. I, I'm taking a out white Ms. shirt on picture day. I'm taking my anger out on this Miss Sheila on you. I'm not angry. I'm glad you're getting it out. I'm not angry, but it's just. What do you think, Tommy? I mean, what do we? I mean, what does anybody? Why would anybody think opposite? Even Miss Sheila. Oh, Greg's here. Hey, Greg. Oh my God, with coffee. Greg comes in. He's wearing his lucky uh, four-leaf clover. He brought two straws. Yeah, just in case. And he looks really good in just purple in shirt case. with matching purple shades. Look at you in black pants. All right. Uh, just parked and walking up to the back. Uh, can someone uh, please go down and get Giacomo? All right. Giacomo is here. Giacomo, oh, go down and nice. grab him. Go ahead. Maddie has picked some intro music with a whistling man, and I appreciate it. Where did you come up with this? I uh, Google, man. Old Yeller. YouTube. I like it. A Western. It, yeah, it's is... actually Italian music, so I don't know. Oh, okay. Fitting. <laughs> well, 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 I'm Italian. You're Italian. Today's it's... theme is the Italian Western. <laughs> I just sneezed, <laughs> I think. Um, we have a, a fantastic human being in here. He is from Grey's Anatomy. He is from Rome, Italy. That's why we have cowboy music to bring him in, bring him back home. Giacomo Gianniotti. Yes, hello. <laughs> yes, so hello. Well, can we go back and and say how how thankful I am for you teaching me how to say your name properly, Gianniotti? Yeah. Is that right? Still? Yeah, Gianniotti. Gianniotti. Yeah. Yeah, great. that's great. That's good. Carter Roll. I have this I'm conversation with several it. people every day. <laughs> I, I same with me. Yeah, like right. Every day. Yeah. Exactly. Maddie Carter. I have to tell him like because my last name's Carter Ropel. Right. Originally it was Carter Ropley, but I'll have to say it's it's three syllables: Car Dar Opal. That's yeah. Giacomo, is your family? Uh, you're from the 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 motherland is Rome. Mm-hmm. That's where that's where I was born. Yeah. Napoli. 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 Is this kind Did of I like, say it wrong? No, Napoli. I'm a terrible Italian. <laughs> Are these close to each that. other? Like these uh, places? They're pretty close. They're pretty close. You guys are pretty bad thieves. But uh, whoa, but what? But <laughs> He's in shock. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They say that in, in Naples they'll steal even your underwear. Whoa, um, what? Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's a rough town. It's beautiful, but it's it's a rough town. God, that. I've heard of a wedgie, but stealing your underwear from a wedgie. <laughs> is, it is it because they hang hanging outside? It's so easy to steal, or no, just because they're thieves. Okay, it's, All a, right. it's a tough town. <laughs> I don't. I'm worried, Giacomo. I am worried about like, if it? you go there, like hold on to your bags and your wallets and all that. I mean, that's just general Europe, like 101. But do you oh, travel okay. with the necklace wallet? Have you I, ever heard of such I a do. thing? I do. <laughs> no, you I do. I have the door. Yes, I do. I, 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 I am. I am, and I, I love them. I was very I embarrassed it. after a while when I went to India, Giacomo, and I okay. had one of those things on. 
And I was at a New Year's party, and I uh, had to go buy some beer or something, and I pulled out the wallet, and everybody that came with of me course. just started making fun of, of me. Course. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, you Americans, we're all going to rob you in my house. And I was like, God, uh, I <laughs> You're like, feel I'm the like worst. a real idiot. Uh, and they have the zippers and all the little pouches and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you you were born in, in Rome? I was, yeah. And did you were you you weren't raised there? Or you were raised there for a while? Uh, we so my mother's Canadian and my father's Italian. They met there. Um, they were both artists at the time, and um, they they split up pretty much a little bit after I was born. And so I've, I've always known them to be apart. And and uh, around when I was six years old, my mother wanted to bring me back to Canada to raise me. Uh, yeah, uh, where she was from. And so I grew up in um, a small town called Perry Sound, which is about um, three hours north of a big city, Canadian city called Toronto, which. Um, you guys probably know about um, Toronto, the city. Yeah, yeah, I've so. heard of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so, what kind of artists were your parents? My dad was into music and played saxophone on the streets and stuff. And and my mother was a painter. She she left um, Canada to to go to um, Rome to pursue a career. God, in arts. how romantic is uh, this? Yeah, it was a passionate fire, and that flame went out. <laughs> yeah. But you're here oh, wow. for you're here for the good, and we're glad. I made it, yeah. Uh, uh, so you, and then you, is that where your mom grew up then? The same town that you grew up? Um, she grew up in Toronto. Um, it was called York at that time. Um, and that way you see like uh, a lot of neighborhoods and stuff called like North York or, yeah. or East York, um, because that was the original name of the town, um, Toronto. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so I, I sort of grew up between Canada and in the summers, cause I was a kid, you get like two months off. I would go yeah. back to Rome where my father's family would all be. And get that sort of whole kind of cultural experience every every year to sort of keep the culture, the language, and, for sure. And family in, in Italian families is everything. Yeah, 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 definitely. Is that with your family too? Well, I know that my my, my like great aunts. I know that every Sunday they would have like an Italian brunch, yeah, as totally. they call it, right? Yeah, where they have like a five course meal with like stuffed peppers. Oh, it's, all, it's all surrounded <laughs> around eating. Like, when are we yeah. eating next? Have you eaten enough? Can we eat more? Definitely. Uh, yeah. And the yeah. Canadians are known for the poutine, and that's yeah. what we we. Uh, oh, poutine is so good. Yeah. Jack, are you a poutine? Guy? Are you a poutine? Can I we do. talk for a minute about something I really want to bring up to you? Have you ever heard of the restaurant Bidmosh? Bidmosh. Badmosh. Badmosh. I've not. I I I'm gonna personally invite you. Me and Maddie will take you to okay, a nice great. dinner. Uh, I my I work there. Some of my best friends own it. Oh, cool. It is uh, an Indian gastropub. They're from Toronto, and they have an Indian chicken tikka poutine that is delicious. And it's it'll be kind of cool for. I mean, they had a place in Toronto called. Jaipur Grill, which was like one of the most popular uh, Indian restaurants in We have such a great in food culture Canada. in Toronto. It's insane. It's yeah. such a multicultural city, and so many different cultures have immigrated and been there so long and had so much time to actually put down roots that yeah. it's no longer, you know, it's it's fourth, fifth, sixth generation um, uh, of these cultures who, you know, who have grown these businesses and, 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 and restaurants. And like every culture you could ever think of has a neighborhood in Toronto, 
That's cool. You know what I mean? Like little India, little Greece, little this, everything. And so there's always something going on because each culture on every day is celebrating something. You know what I mean? So there's always yeah. kind of a parade or a festival or, I mean, just so much to do. And the food is just amazing. It, it sounds yeah. like, I don't know if we're just, if I'm just assuming this, but you grew up around really cool food things. Do you, are you like a food He's, guy? He loves to cook, right? Do you I, like, saw, I, do, I saw yeah. that online that you're, you're a really good cook. I love cooking, yeah. Do what? you feel like you learn that from, you know, like growing, are you, do you do Italian cuisine? Do you do it yeah. all? I don't do it all. I do love Italian cuisine. I think it's just like I, I like cooking for people, I like having get-togethers and little parties and things like that. And you know, if it's just me by myself, I'm not gonna like cook some four-course, five-course meal for myself. That's <laughs> yeah, boring. Yeah. It's really it's like, sad. Let me just get some cool. Uber Eats and watch a movie. But if there's people, then that's exciting because it's like you, yeah. you want to like nourish people and feed them and feel you want them to feel good. And I've always I've always really appreciated uh, chefs and, and cooking. What that's do you great. love to cook? What's your like your dish? All kinds of like pasta dishes and salads, yeah. and um, I'm definitely not a vegetarian. I mean, I love meat. I love you know grilling. That's okay. <laughs> You're not gonna offend us. <laughs> yeah, that was the one thing I didn't want to talk about, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Earlier we asked him if there's anything he wanted to talk about, and I'm sorry we brought up meat, but yeah, yeah. But um, you like it. You do like meat. Yeah, I love it. Maddie uh, does too. Yeah, I'm a meat and guy. And I do too. Yeah, so, so you're good here. Three friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If my wife was here, she's a vegan, okay. so we might we might get in a little trouble. But yeah. uh, what's like your favorite pasta dish? Mine or his? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're here to interview yeah, Giacomo, yeah, yeah. not yeah, you. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of like when I people hate going to Italian restaurants with me because I'm such a snob and I'm picky about things. And they are oh. like, you're like, you're just going to like stink the whole time and say like, this is bad or this isn't fresh. Or, you know what I mean? But so I like to, when I'm trying like a new Italian restaurant, I like to order the absolute simplest thing on the menu. Spaghetti. Because, yeah. Like spaghetti and not even meatballs, just like a spaghetti al pomodoro with just tomato. Oh you know yeah. I mean? Cause if you, if you somehow manage to screw that up, then I don't really want to try anything else you have on the right. <laughs> And it's one of the best yeah. dishes. I would say it's probably my favorite dish. You know what I mean? Because that's like what my grandmother would make for me like so often because it's just like you just get tomatoes and pasta and that's it. And basil. Yeah. Garlic, olive oil. You know what I mean? It takes really nothing to, to make, but it's like one of the most amazing flavors. I have, I always uh, – anytime somebody I know like really – I can't speak words right now. But, any, <laughs> but people that I meet that are really into cooking and really into food – do like to do that, and I do respect that. I think that's a good idea. It's an American cuisine. How's your cheeseburger? It's uh, right. uh, you do ice cream. How's your vanilla? Uh, you do pasta. I mean, I think it's good to just do the most. Oh yeah, basic the basic. Thing. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. if you, and also I bet a lot of people kind of are like, all right, we'll just put a pasta on there, but let's put this big thing on there. Mm -hmm. So it's good to visit the the originals are the yeah. uh, basics yeah, so that you totally. know that they're uh, taking care of all aspects. One of my best friends is a chef in Toronto. He has his own restaurant. And um, and I remember him telling me that when he went to like chef school, that the first thing you do is an omelet. And that's like just the most basic. Thing right, right. It's like, but you think like, oh, how do you fuck up an omelet? It's like, you can totally. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. I mean? and it's like, Giacomo, yeah. I want to, I honest <laughs> to God am telling you this. This is so funny today. What? I woke up. And I decided to make my wife an omelet, and I fucked it up <laughs> so bad, dude. I we were like, it's gonna be a scramble. <laughs> I I I put I put the water, I put the egg, and I put in a little skillet guy, 
and I moved the egg around, and I just started burning this mother effort. <laughs> and I flipped it, and it was burnt so bad that the fire alarm started going off. I had to, like, oh fan God. it down. Honey, and don't you love me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then I, she was like, well, I want to – I just – I, like, sat over a sink, put ketchup on it. And I ate that stupid thing. No myself. wonder you had a terrible morning. I haven't <laughs> had the best week. Because you said, "Who can mess up an omelet?" Yeah. I messed. I didn't even mess it up. I uh, the fire company almost had to show up. It was really something else. Oh, I cannot. Oh be, I, and I was sitting over there pretending. You know how when you cook your own stuff, but you you want to like validate that you're Absolutely. you're not terrible at yeah. something. Yeah. This isn't that bad. <laughs> this is I pretty like good. a charred. I like a charred <laughs> yeah, yeah. burnt mm, omelet. Chewy. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe you That's said hilarious. how do you mess up an omelet. I totally did. It's like almost messing up mac and cheese, and my wife was not happy. She was Well, she wasn't mad, I mean, because I was being nice, but she was like, just give me an egg white scramble, and I did that. And she was like, why are you putting a, a, a fork on a no-stick pan? You're scratching it all up. And I was like. Oh I yeah, because because they're on a cook because they're chemicals. They're chemicals if you scratch it. Oh, God, really so I, I fed <laughs> the poor woman chemicals, <laughs> yeah. and I burned I burned the other uh, part. Anyway, what's what's your favorite restaurant, Italian restaurant in in L.A. that you that has like really oh, good? Because I want to know. Because I go to Speranza. I don't. Do you like Speranza? I don't know. What it's is in it? Silver Lake. Oh okay. It's really good. John and nice. Vinny's people like that. Yeah, well, that sounds like a place you get whacked. <laughs> oh, John yeah. and Vinny's is a—it's yeah. on Fairfax. Yeah, John and Vinny's. John and Vinny's get whacked. It's literally next door to Bad Mosh, the place I work at. So, oh, okay. So, so it's you're funny just, that I'm doing a commercial for you're them. You're like apparently. promoting them. But uh, that's supposed to be really good. But what do you say, well, yeah, Jack? Um, there, there's a lot of places I've actually had really good meals at. There's one place downtown that I actually forget the name of it. That that friend of mine was a chef. He came to L.A. once, and he kind of was like, oh, I want to do this food tour of all these like really amazing Italian uh, restaurants. I went to this one called Kispaka, uh, which is really, really good. I'm writing that down. Yeah. C-H-I-S-P-A-C-C-A. S-P-A-C-C-A. Okay. Um, that was a really good one. And then um, being from Toronto, there's a there's a very um, popular Italian restaurant from Toronto called Taroni. We have one here. Taroni. Taroni, yeah. We have one on uh, Beverly and Hollywood, and there's one downtown. Those are great Italian restaurants. I think restaurants. I've been there. Yeah, you probably have been. Giacomo, uh, what's your friend's restaurant? Well, you give him a shout-out, I guess. <laughs> uh, uh, locale. Locale. Yeah. What, is that Italian? <laughs> yes. All right, cool. Awesome. We, yeah. We've been talking about this guy. Might as well yeah, give, him little, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> give him a little, little shout-out. So if you're going to Toronto, well, my, go there. My sister lives there. She lives in Toronto. Oh, so. Great. Did she like uh, she studying she, there? She moved she's, to work? She's, uh, she lives there with her husband. who He's a professor at the, the university there, great. the University of Toronto. Great. Yeah. She just had a baby. Amazing. What yeah. are you doing here, man? I don't know. I should be in Toronto. Oh, brother. No. <laughs> kind of sad, yeah. <laughs> no, I I went there last year and visited. Come on, okay. guys. I went there last year and visited uh, my new nephew, Xander. Oh, who's, great. Yeah. Who's so. now... Who now thinks of you as Does a even stranger you? on the on the yeah you're on the you're on the fireplace a picture your headshots Toronto's, on the fireplace Canada's hard to get to it's yeah, far yeah. Jack well how many times do you go there per year uh, at least twice okay yeah. pretty hard to get to huh uh, what's that flight about five hours yeah, yeah, yeah four and a half. all right all right I'll go pretty Jeez. tough. 
make sure your sister catches this episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Giacomo, so you uh, uh, started acting in high school. Is that what I see here on this? Uh... I actually did my first film uh, in Italy, in Rome, and it was uh, totally by accident. Um, it, my uncle, uh, his friend was a casting director, and he had a film that required, um, you know, it was a small little bit part of some kind of like young street kid who would would play pranks on on this waiter as he would come out from the restaurant every night to throw up the trash like it was like one of three little kind of street kids and the, the gag was that like you know he'd come out to take the trash at night and we would like pull his pants down or push him in the dumpster <laughs> and like make fun of him call him old and stupid and all this stuff yeah and so he was like do you want to be in this movie and i was like what's a movie like i don't know like i thought they just like appeared on your television like i didn't think people made them uh, i was 10 years old <laughs> you know what I mean? that's awesome and um so, so I did it. I had this like little part, and I had a really good time. And I, I even think during the experience, I didn't know that I was making a movie. It all just kind of like felt like we're pretending and we're doing this. You know, we're playing a game. You know. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And I didn't really kind of focus on it really. Like I had that experience, and then it just—I I think it just planted a seed in my brain. But it wasn't like, oh, now I'm off to the races. And I told my parents like, I want to act now. It totally wasn't like that at all. Um, I just continue to be interested in it and kind of like keep it on my radar. And I think in high school, I just started to notice that there was something there that I wanted to pursue. And I went to an arts high school in Toronto and uh, definitely flourished there within that. Well, that's that's great, awesome. Yeah. What what kind of plays did you do in high school? Did you do plays or? Yeah, we did. Oh I wow! Remember in grade twelve, I <laughs> I played John Proctor. Did the Crucible, Arthur Miller, um, which is hilarious wow. that like at 18 I could possibly relate to his <laughs> problems. <laughs> um, now when I look back and I was like, that's hilarious that we did that play. Uh, we did Grease. We did a lot of musicals, um, which aren't really my thing, but um, but they were fun and kind of like pushed you and stretched you in different ways, having to dance and sing and stuff like that. So I'm appreciative. Well, why, why, why don't you like a lot of snapping. snapping and jazz hands? Is that why you don't like the snapping? I never is snap. It? <laughs> <laughs> it scarred me. What is it ab- about uh, musicals you don't like? I I find it's 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 strange. I I feel like the music in a way, or maybe it's just the singing. I don't know. Like interrupts the story. And right. Yeah. Not that I'm saying that across the board. You're just like looking at your watch. Like sure, 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 sure. But there's moments where I just feel like, oh, like I'm getting into the story and the acting and something incredible is about to happen. And then it's just like, da-da-da-da. And then yeah. it's like somebody slides their hands out and starts singing. I'm like, oh, I was just, oh, okay. <laughs> I thought we were like going somewhere. You right, know right. Yeah, yeah. Rudy's in the barn. He's in the yeah. barn. He's in the barn. Yeah, Rudy's in the barn. It's like, yeah. what? What's yeah, yeah. Why, why are you <laughs> singing about Rudy in a barn? Uh, yeah. What is happening? <laughs> Right, yeah. I, yeah. I know what you mean. I feel that way, too. But I've seen I'm them like, some successfully. I, I saw Hamilton, for example, yeah. a year ago in New York. I got to go with my with my fiancé, and it was amazing. It was like, wow, like, oh, that's how you do it. Like, I was, like, thoroughly entertained the whole time. And it was educational. It was modern. It was it was telling a really important part of history in a really cool way and, uh, and really relevant. And I thought there was a, it was, you know, it was a really cool piece. Yeah, Hamilton's. I went yeah. to that. Not actually. This is crazy. Uh, before Hamilton was like a big thing. I don't know if Maddie even knows this. Uh, I got tickets from Ticketmaster because I was going to New York, nice. and we got Hamilton tickets before oh, wow. it was like the <clears throat> craze. That's yeah. Hamilton. So I saw one of the first times watching, or one of the first performances of this uh, this oh, year wow. play, and uh, maybe the only musical that's ever maybe tear up. 
I oh, wow. Of tears. I was motivated. Totally. Whoa. Then I wrote cool. a rap song. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, so that that's that is a different kind of beast. It's almost like Shakespeare, the way they use hip hop within the uh, the. Yeah, word, I mean, uh, I'm a huge hip hop and rap fan, so maybe that was like what hooked me. It was not tr- sort of traditional kind of musical. Uh, so is Anthony. He's I a huge hip hop. Yeah. yeah. Do you? Uh, who do you listen to? I mean, do you listen to Drake? Are you big? You're, you're yeah, from. Yeah, I, I like you Drake. You gotta represent I like Drake. Drake. Yeah, I have to represent <laughs> the weekend, Drake. Yeah, Drake. yeah, yeah. But I mean, I'm, I'm more like old school um, hip hop, like uh, you know Biggie and Tupac. And who do you pick out of the two? Do you have one? I'd have to say I'd have to say Tupac. Tupac. Yeah. This is something oh, I we start something now. No, 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 no. <laughs> Being from a... Toronto, I feel like the the East Coast flavor is is yeah, very strong there. there. Yeah. A lot of people Tupac I being the West Coast. Yeah, yeah. Right? I've, I've lot I've met a lot of people that like Nas and and, yeah. uh, and all the, that kind of uh, yeah, flavor. Yeah, Nas. Oh my God. But uh, Tupac, but they're, yeah. Tupac's great. He's a genius. Yeah, genius. And, and they both died. Whether they were like twenty three or something. Both. Oh, really? Men. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. No, that'd be so, funny yeah. if I was like, get out of here. I I like them both. I like <laughs> yeah. them both. Uh, I like Tupac's acting. Actually, he was in Juice and Poetic Justice. Yeah. And you're a big Beastie Boys guy. Too, Do you right? like them? Beasties are yes, great. That. They have a new book out that I want to read. I haven't read that yet, but it sounds cool. Yeah, I'm really big into hip hop too. I, I feel like. Toronto is like big on it. Like yeah. I feel like that's part of the the culture we're having, there, right? We're having such a boom in music right now. Like not even just Canada, just Toronto itself. It's insane. Right. It's that's insane. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever get into hip hop? Did you ever do it? Did you ever like? You haven't heard my my mixtape? I have not. <laughs> I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Uh, you don't do music though, right? <laughs> I play guitar. I, I mean, yeah. I, I grew up. All my friends were musicians, and so I was kind of like the one kid in the group who's like, I want to be an actor, and I want to make people laugh and cry and feel, and I, w- I want to do that. And they're, you know, so they're like, Cool, do that. Um, <laughs> we'll be over here in the corner. <laughs> yeah. So when I go home, like to Toronto, it's like you know, I'm always like in a studio of some sorts with my friends, and you know, helping them write things and or listening to what they've been working on. I love music. Um, so maybe That's one day I can sort of contribute to that, but. Uh, not right now. And you you directed a music video, right? I did. I saw yeah, that. Th- those were some of my some of my really really good friends um, who are who are creating a new um, a new project, and they were really excited. They, I, you know, I told them that <clears throat> I've been wanting to direct for a while and experiment with that. And uh, I love music videos as a genre for a director. It's just so freeing and limitless because there's really no parameters or rules. I mean, you can do literally anything. It's you like want. a poem, like poetry kind of. Totally. Yeah. Um, so I was really excited about having the first thing I direct kind of be in this, uh, you know, uh, no bumper lanes kind of place that I could just sort of expand and, and do whatever I wanted. And yeah, it was really fun. That sounds That's great. Awesome. Yeah, That's yeah. That's cool. Uh, what, what's the band? What's the band? Um, it's a good friend of mine. Uh, his name's uh, Sid, but he goes by the name of Sidney. And uh, it was a collaboration between him and another friend of mine, Anthony Calabretta, um, who does more electronic music. And, and, and Sid's music is more kind of like, um, you know, pop and, and soul and, and, and um, hip hop. And um, just, he's a really talented singer. And uh, so they made this track together that was sort of a, a more of a dance track called Falling For You. 
and I just listened to it, and I just saw this narrative, this story in my head, and I just said, please let me direct this. That's uh, great. You, I have this That's story awesome. So, yeah, it was, it was fun. Have you directed other things as well? Maybe I mean, you've been so, you've been doing this kind of thing since you've been 10, so I'm sure you have done something. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been definitely trying to. I've, I've been um, working as a shadow. This is my second year working as a shadow on, on Grey's. Um, oh, that's awesome. So I've been, been able to kind of uh, shadow directors. Uh, like Peter Pan type thing or? Like Peter Pan type thing? <laughs> oh, the shadow. Oh, the yeah. Shadow of the Falls. Wow. I'm kidding. Peter what do Pan's you mean, like. Maddie? That's crazy. Maddie, what do you Peter mean? Pan the shadow. What do you mean? You don't know yeah. about the shadow? Yeah, Peter you don't know Pan? about the shadow? I've never heard of the shadow. <laughs> what, is a sh- what is a shadow? Peter Pan all has about? a shadow. <laughs> a shadow. It's like you another know, character. Peter Pan. Yeah. The shadow that follows Peter Pan around? Come on. Does Is the shadow bad? No, oh, they have a fight scene. Peter Pan right. and the shadow. I've yeah. seen yeah. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I've watched that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Where'd you come up? <laughs> I've asked you. some weird questions. That was a, the shadow. <laughs> Peter Pan, the shadow. All right. So last interview we had, uh, yeah. Anthony just randomly asked the guests out of nowhere, are, are you familiar with Toto from Wizard of Oz? I don't know. And I just looked at Anthony. I was like, why? Why did you ask that question? I still don't. Know. Up to it. It was the stupidest question ever. I still don't know <laughs> why. And so I thought maybe Maddie was trying to do that with uh, the shadow business. But you, so you shadow a director. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. But you're not like sword fighting him, like Peter Pan. <laughs> no. Not yet. Or her. That's really cool. How does yeah. that come about? How do you? Do you just like, hey, I, can I, I be just, your shadow? Because I'm curious. I just, I just from from the moment we started. Um, uh, another one of the actors on our show, his name is Kevin McKidd. And um, he directed my first episode on Grey's Anatomy. Oh, wow. And I, I just remember, like, from the onset, <sighs> my first time being on the set, um, that this was a very, you know, actor-friendly space. And since then, you know, I've watched a lot of the other actors uh, direct, uh, which is really inspiring. They, they applaud that. They encourage that. And, you know, it's not everybody's cup of tea. It's not like everybody's fighting to do it. Right, um, right, right. But... Um, there's a select few of us that are and that have put themselves forward and that, you know, are, are, are doing it. And so I wanted to put my name in the hat. And from the beginning, I, you know, I'm the guy who's always at the monitors. I'm always hanging out. Like, you know, people want to go back to their trailers. And, like, I just, like, find it so boring. I just could hit my head against the wall. And I just feel like there's so much to learn from being on set. Yeah, sure. that's awesome. Uh, whether you're in the scene or not, you know what I mean? There's just so much to learn to watch how, how directors direct other actors yeah, or how other actors yourself. play. and. Um, it's it's great. So I I just become so interested in the medium itself. Yeah. Um, and so uh, so yeah, I've been I've been shadowing a lot of the directors through through uh, the episodes and going from like prep to production to you know all the production meetings, casting, all that kind of stuff, and then shooting it, and then in post, directors get um, four days to edit their director's cut that they have to then present oh, to wow. the producers. Um, and just kind of being in the room for that process and just seeing kind of. How things are cut, what's removed, why, um, who decides, and and all those kinds right. of things. You know what I mean? And it's it's been really amazing. I think the editing process is probably the most enlightening out of all of them because you just kind of see that's really where where it's made. And there's you yeah. can create things that literally didn't exist. See a lot there. of people. <clears throat> yeah, I feel like there's either people who love that editing or hate it. It sounds like you. He said enlightening. 
Which I think it is interesting too. I'm really into that idea. You're really good at editing, yeah. Yeah. Well, I I just like it. I think it's kind of interesting to be able to like splice things together. And sometimes I mess up real bad, and sometimes (laughs) I mess up kind of bad. But uh, (laughs) but that's really. that's awesome. I feel like it is. It's kind of like there, there's people that would either dig it or d- not dig it. It seems like there's either like there's not very much middle with that editing. Yeah, business. that's true. That's um, a good point. We're talking about Grey's Anatomy. Let, let's talk about the the good stuff that just happened. Longest running show. Yeah. In the history of do- uh, the wrongest running doctor show. Yeah, medical drama. Yeah. Medical. Yeah. They say medical drama. I thought they were all doctor shows. <laughs> In the history of... <laughs> and saying it wrong the whole time. God dang it. All right. Longest running medical drama in the history of... Television. Television. Thank you, guys. Yeah. I was, I was <laughs> waiting. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's awesome. No, it's it's a huge landmark for the show and, and you know, 300 plus episodes. It's crazy. I mean, I feel like I've been there for so long. I came on at the end of season eleven, and we're doing we're halfway through season fifteen uh, right now. Um, but you know, for the people who started the show from season one, I mean, I can't imagine sort of the flashbacks and the perspective that they have. Um, right, right. From doing this for fifteen years, from playing the same character for fifteen years, from seeing all the changes in writers and directors and producers, and right. Um, the times have changed. You know what I mean? It's gone right. From the medium has changed. You know. Right, like, right, it's right. It's crazy. Do you feel like you've changed as an actor starting to do this this medical drama? Like definitely, yeah. I think you know, and you know, you're an actor too, so you yeah. can relate to this. Like you know, being on a show sometimes, like you're a guest star, sometimes you're recurring, and sometimes you're you know a fixture, you're a series regular, and these roles all require kind of different things from you. There's a there's a sort of unspoken of uh, how do you say this like uh, respect? I guess it's like a there's a, it's a totem pole, you know what I mean? And you know where yeah. you're at on the totem pole. And right. when I came onto the show as a guest star, when I was contracted for like two episodes, um, it's a huge cast. And right, I was right, kind of right. like, where do I fit into this? And like, how yeah. like worthy am I of this opportunity? And um, you know what I mean? Like, how do I stand up to, you know, all these other people? And um, I think in the beginning, there wasn't an, an extremely clear direction for my character and you know which is pretty common right maddie yeah like, yeah, yeah. On a show they're like i don't know like you figure it out he's funny right you know right I mean? right it's yeah like, totally um and you really have to like as an actor fill in so many of those blanks because you're just like yeah i can i can hit the comedy lines and the beats and the jokes or whatever but it's like it, there's not some kind of truth to this human that makes them original then who's going to want to watch it you know what I mean? Right. Um, and so so I think how I've changed as an actor to answer your question is just that I've just become more confident. I've just been here. I've, I've yeah, been promoted yeah, to a that. series regular. I get that. I've been given that sort of equality and that, that sense of, um, you know, uh, you're not auditioning to be on the show anymore. Yeah. You know? And so – and I've played the guy for a little while now. So I just slip – I slip into it really easily, and I know his wants, his needs, his feels, his, his everything. You know what I mean? So I, right, I, yeah. I just feel like I, I, I can shortcut to, to, to playing him so much faster now. How long uh, has it taken you to feel comfortable within the skin of this character? Like, I mean, you know, a lot of people, like let's say, for instance, stand-up, yeah. they say, 
you're not really good until you do 10 years of of right. uh, stand up comedy too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, but when you when did you start feeling like I am this this is uh, me and this character are one and the same in some aspects? I mean, in a way never, like still not sure. now, and I think that's that's uh, I mean in a general sense I think if you if you think you've like figured out any art and then you've already lost oh yeah yeah it's like it really is this thing that you have to want to keep learning and have to want to keep building and you have to keep having that curiosity for it that's what i love about acting you know yeah you're constantly learning yeah you're constantly growing you can't be like well i i did it you know i got my doctorate now i can be a doctor right 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 right. you know it's just not that cut and dry um not that doctors don't keep learning. I hope they keep learning things. <laughs> no, um, doctors just stop after yeah, stop school, learning. after med school, and they're like, that's it. Congratulations, you're done learning. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, you know, watching films, going to see stand-up, going to see, you know, going to an art gallery and seeing paintings and just being stretched in different ways. And, and, and I, I hope that I can keep keep growing and keep finding inspiration to – to a keep you in it because it's like if there's no joy, like you also have to keep a way to keep liking what you're doing. Sure, so you and sure, you have sure. To stay, in, stay inspired. Yeah, there's like yeah. a kind of a therapy to that. Um, but um, but yeah, I just uh, yeah, I hope I never stop. <laughs> That's great, man. That's awesome. That, uh, you're an incredible actor. I I worked with Giacomo on Selfie. Yeah. And a show with Karen Gillan and John Cho and Giacomo. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I always. I watched your acting and I was like, "This guy's incredible." Oh, so, well, right back at you, man. Oh, thanks, man. Maddie de- definitely stole that show and should have know. been given way more to do because <laughs> any scene that he was in was absolutely hilarious. Oh, thank and you, you were an assistant too, right? So that's yeah, to John Cho. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, have you talked to John Cho at all? Have you seen him around? Had, or? So he actually is is friends, uh, really good friends with a friend of mine, Jason George, who is on um, Grey's Anatomy, and so couple years ago we were hanging out and um he invited me over to his house for 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 dinner with some friends and john cho walked in and i was like hey what are you doing here he's like i know jason i was like oh i know jason and so um so yeah so whenever i've hang, hung out with with uh, with jason i've seen i've seen him and uh yeah really talented guy and he's got a lot going for him right now and um i just saw his actually his last uh, project searching searching did you see it i need to see it it's really cool yeah really, is it good yeah, yeah i want to see it the whole thing is done like on a screen. I don't know if you've like heard about it. Oh, movie okay. Or yeah, I've seen the all, trailer. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's all done through like a like a screen of a computer. Like, oh, it's cool. all like every it's all done through like a, a webcam. So it's you're you're constantly just seeing a screen of a computer change. Interesting. Uh, That's cool. Um, it's cool. I love that. But yeah. you forget about it like 10, yeah. 15 minutes in, you forget that that's like the whole movie. Do you do you want to? You're really into films. Do you want to? Are you gonna direct your own film soon? I'd love to. I'd yeah. love to. I think I think I have something because they always say like for first time directors, you know, do what you know, right? Because right, there's right. Way less chance that you're gonna you know mess it up because even if oh, you I like don't that. have the experience of the shooting and cinematography and all those kinds of things, if you really deeply know something, a story, like you're gonna do a good job. You're gonna because oh, you're gonna yeah. care about it. You're gonna be you're gonna care about telling it honestly and authentically and so i think i think i'm just still trying to kind of find what what that is that's great advice to even yeah. think about yeah yeah i love do that what you know that like, like jonah hill just did mid 90s which i don't know if you guys saw that film but that was a really really cool film um, oh i haven't seen that but i've heard i've heard about it yeah 
but that just came from like that was my childhood and that was like my that's kind of the time i grew up in hip-hop you know what i mean it's just right. the whole thing is just laced with like all that 90s hip-hop i should see that um i like this stuff yeah so he was just kind of like this is the kind of the time i grew up in the 90s i was a kid in the 90s i like skateboarding i sucked at skateboarding and like that was my life and this is a culture and a time in um in the history that was that was me so i, I wanted to sort of share that you know what i mean and so i think it's got to be something like that you sucked That's at awesome. skateboarding, man. What's going on? Yeah, I sucked at skateboarding. No, could you ollie at least? I could. That was it. <laughs> I could ollie it. too. Yeah. I could yeah. not. <laughs> I could not figure out an ollie. I don't know what the hell's wrong with me. I'll show you how to. You know do what it. else I can't do? Bunny hop on a bike. I cannot lift both wheels at the what? same time. Oh my god. <laughs> It's, get I out mean, of here. Get Jack out of here. Jack you, you can't cook an omelet. You can't bunny hop. <laughs> yeah. I mean, God. What are you doing here? Okay. I like that I dis- disgusted a man uh, that uh, plays a doctor and has to do surgeries and whatnot. Yep. But the, the bunny hop is more disgusting to you. Not being able to do it than any kind of cut or brain thing of a bobber that you're doing yeah. good do you Lord. consult with real doctors at all for we your did. character like before, so before the show started i was really adamant about you know going into surgeries and and and, and studying surgeons and all this kind of stuff and i went to hospitals they're like no you have like yeah. your notepad and yeah you're ready to i was write like stuff ready down. for like first day of school they're like, nope. they're like you All can't right. come in a surgery. Like, who told you you could do that? Like, just no. let me hand the scalpel, <laughs> yeah. and I'll be and on like, my way. I just want to watch you guys. And like, no. Well, I can imagine, like, insurance pur- and purposes. Yeah. Like, someone's like, who's that guy in the corner? Oh, he's an actor. He's yeah. studying yeah. to be yeah. in here. And then, like, that's the Why end of that conversation. And then he's like, walking. <laughs> he's wearing a lab coat, and, and uh, he looks like he's one of the doctors. Why do they have a, a tape recorder who's talking every yeah. every word we're doing? And now the patient has started to twitch. Um, so did you ever get into a surgery? So I, I, I brought this dilemma to um, – my uh, my producers of the show and they were like, oh, don't worry, like we have you covered. You what? And, I love that. Um, you know, you're you're not the first to ask for this kind of you know experience before taking on these roles and stuff like that. And um, you know, I was like, I was like, I'm not expecting to learn how to do surgery. I just want to observe them in the surgeries. I want to see how they act and talk and feel like in the surgery, you know, and how yeah. engaged they are and all that kind of stuff. So so they set me up. I I uh, with with uh, Jason. Uh, the guy I was talking about before, and we went together to. It was like a replacement of an aortic valve in an older gentleman's heart. Wow! Um, and it was a six and a half hour surgery, which we stayed standing oh there God. the whole time. And I thought that it was going to be like uh, fly on the wall, like stay over there, don't come close to us. You know what I mean? You're in our way. Thing. And it was a complete yeah. opposite. These two surgeons were so excited to have us in the room and like put us at the head of the patient and oh you know were explaining God. and showing us every single Whoa. move that they were doing. I've had that surgery. <sighs> it's crazy. It's, it's what crazy. if it was yeah, Maddie? Yeah, have, oh wow! I've had uh, uh, aortic valve repair. What like if it was bovine, you that they were uh, doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's ex- that's the exact surgery yeah. I had. Wow. That's crazy. You got to see that's that. Crazy. That is yeah. interesting. So, uh, was it? What was it was like? It you? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was saying. Yeah, maybe it was him. Maybe it was. Shit. Does. Uh, that's so crazy. I like that you brought That's it up awesome. and they had it taken care of. Like, 
Oh, is that it? You know, I'm just going to watch a heart surgery? Yeah, no big exactly. deal. I thought yeah. you were going to ask if you wanted to, you know, pizza or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. So it was, it was pretty remarkable. And, and um, you know, they had music playing. They had some, like, Bob Marley playing uh, when, when we all walked in. And um, and uh, they brought the guy in. Bob like, Marley? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it was at a medical marijuana <laughs> yeah. surgery. They're, place. like, smoking while they're <laughs> past the blend. Um, but... Uh, but yeah, and then they, you know, they were talking about you know their family, their kids, and like you know plans they had for you know the holidays and things like that, and you know because it wasn't an, an emergency, you know because you went through this um, yeah um, surgery, it was scheduled. It was like there's a problem, right. and we schedule on this day you're going to come in, and we're going to do this thing on you. So it's not like they're like you know, someone came in with bullets in them and they're trying to like save their life. It's not those kinds right, of right. mistakes, you know. Um, so because of that, you know, they've done it a hundred thousand times and they're just kind of going through the motion. They're able to kind of, they're like reading while other. they're doing their surgery. <laughs> wow. so, uh, so that was kind life. of what kind of threw me because I thought it was just like this hyper focus. Right. Right. You don't even talk to each other. Like all you're talking about is the medical stuff and the instruments, but yeah, they were very, you know, just having conversations like you and I, like right now. Did you mind seeing surgery? I was scared at first because they're like, aren't you afraid you're going to pass out or throw up? And I'm like, well, I've never been in a surgery before, so I don't know. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, yeah, I had no idea I was going to act. And were, yeah. were you, were you, st- were you really close? Like, yeah. How- so the anesthesiologist is at the head of the patient and that's where we were right, wow. right there. Holy shit. Yeah. That's crazy. Wow. That's, that's incredible. But they cover, and- they cover the head and yeah. all that's exposed is this square. Which is yeah. You have no idea what. So after a while, you you it sounds morbid, but it, you forget that there's a human there, um, and you just sort of see this field, this little square field, um, and I just became really fascinated with it. What was honest. going through your head when you watched the surgery? Like, were you just like? It was mind blowing. <laughs> it was uh, yeah. It was it was crazy. Just seeing people's organ, this this man's organs moving around in his in his chest cavity and doing yeah. All wow, these man. things, and That's so you, you cool. realize that these surgeons are, are like gods, playing with life and death, and, and saving people's lives. And they're it's... they're the most incredible people, yeah. like in the world. Yeah. Surgeons, like yeah. really, like I, I feel emotional about it because they're so like yeah, incredible. Change lives. Yeah, they, everything they do. That's really cool. So, what do you feel like you picked up from from that? Just the experience of that in your acting. Like, yeah, I I think it's sort of a um, there, surgeons can be slightly eccentric people. Um, oh my God! You know yeah, what I mean because they're, yeah. they're, it's a very technical profession, and it takes a long road of schooling and, and an extreme amount of focus to get to that point. Um, so I think sort of like studying their kind of little their little ticks and things that 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 make them. You know, they're, they're, they're usually confident people. They're very st- kind of strong personalities, you know what I mean? Because they've had to kind of fight to, to get to where they are. And, you know, when I came on the show, I was an intern, um, which is sort of like, you know, you're, you're fresh out of medical school and now you're trying to prove yourself. And it's, it's very telling because you, you are in this sort of class of other interns and you are fighting and vying for the, for the position to, to prove yourself. And so right. when you get when you see a surgeon who's fully accomplished and working, like you're like I, I just had more respect for the fight that it took for them to get there. Right, right, right. You know? yeah, that's awesome. It is a fight too, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a long, long yeah, run. Yeah. yeah, and to get that position, 
Have you seen any other surgeries, or was that it? That was it. Yeah. Just who was the doctor? That do you remember his name? I don't remember. What it, hospital was it? Was it? that uh, the one in Santa Monica? They're like really big. Oh, in okay. Cedar Sinai. Cedar Sinai. Oh, Cedar in, in uh, Santa Monica. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's where <laughs> I had my surgery. Oh, yeah. What? Uh, what if it was you? <laughs> do you have my you doctor thought- was Doctor Trento. I don't know if that's who. Trento. Trento. Italian. Italian eccentric. Italian eccentric. How do you know he's this? Was he eccentric? He was very eccentric. Yeah, like his his office was like stacked with completely unorganized. Is this the guy like, you were telling me he is? He wear his shoes on the uh, wrong feet? What? I no, never I'm told I'm you kidding. that. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's funny. So. <laughs> uh, the guy was real normal. Then you look down, <laughs> shoes on the wrong feet. You never thought yeah. of it. Um, did you get to do that? procedure on your show uh i have not done that on the show no but um yeah we've done some pretty incredible surgeries on the show and i mean in the beginning i i i would sort of every week go to the writing and be like this isn't true like this is like is this bullshit like what the hell right and they're like no and they actually take all of their their episodes from from real medical cases and so wow anything that you see it, it looks insane but it's happened uh, which that's yeah is, is there a consultant on the show too like a surgeon that comes in and says that's not right oh yeah we have all kinds of like medical consultants that work on this i show. asked that question earlier Surgeons. uh did maddie <laughs> ask you did maddie <laughs> didn't i ask you that question earlier well i got a question for you <laughs> uh, when you were saying shadow you're talking about shadow yeah um yeah was that someone with Peter Pan, like he, like Toto? <laughs> was it a Oz? It's like a circle yeah. coming back. Are we like, yeah, yeah, yeah. circling so, back. So, so Peter, uh, oh, wait, you did ask that yeah. question. I did, yeah. I already asked him that. And that was really an important question that I've been wanting to ask him for a while now. Um, so, uh, what, uh, what advice do you, would you, give to other actors that are just starting out what advice maddie i hate to cut you off so what advice do you have for uh people trying to be uh, what's the question it's hard to get the uh all right so you know there's other people other actors out there like you're trying to do what you do um, what advice would you get from that? Yeah, yeah. I asked. I just said that. I literally just said that. Let Maddie, them, let guys, them you can both the ask question. the question. It's it's really sweet. It's okay. <laughs> Maddie, stop. All right. That is really rude of Sorry. you. So actors, uh, you, if you give advice to actors, if you were, you don't have to give advice yeah, to an actor. If I was. But if there was an actor sitting in the corner just starving to, to know, now what kind of advice would you give that person? Um, ah, it's hard to feel like I'm in a position to give advice, but if I had to, you are, what, what, you if, definitely are. If, you are. If I feel, um, hmm. there's a lot of obstacles like being, being an artist. And I think you, you just have to really decide how much you love doing this. Yeah. Um, at a certain point, um, a, a big demographic of my show is, is, uh, mothers. And so I meet a lot of mothers who come up to me and, and, you know, tell me how much they love me and the show. And, and, and some of them every once in a while will say, Hey, my, my, my son is, is, uh, wanting to be an actor. And I, I don't know how to sort of breach this, uh, thing. Do I support him? Do I not support him? Or what do I, what do I tell him? 
and yeah. and I, I I just say every time it's a really really hard business and not everybody's cut out for it and if you feel you need to ask him that if there's any other thing that he could possibly imagine himself doing that would give him more joy to do that right <laughs> right, right right um you know um which is the same thing you know for people coming out of high school or, or college or whatever wherever you're at in your life that you're wanting to try it it's just like how much do you really really like this thing because you're going to get no's and, and doors in the faces and all that kind of stuff. And, and at that point, like all you're really going to have left to kind of keep you warm is that love that you have for this. Yeah. Art, yeah. That, that yeah. joy that you, you're like, I know this makes me happy. Right. So right. I can even be happy doing it on a, on a smaller level in like some little theater with my friends or like, um, you know, just finding other ways to be creative. You know what I mean? Yeah. Until it, until it pans out. You know what I mean? Some act like you see like Brian Cranston reaching the success that he did after Breaking Bad. Like that guy was plugging away his whole freaking life. Yeah, you know you're I mean? right. And yeah. like Malcolm in the Middle came around, he had a hot moment, but it's like if he never reached some kind of crazy critical crescendo thing that he was yeah. wanting. Um so but he didn't give up and he kept plugging away at it because he loved to do what he was doing. He loved to act, he loved to tell stories, he loved to be in room with other actors and creative people. Yeah. And I think for, for creatives like us who, who feel that, you know what I mean? I, I just always want to be in that room. And so that's what I always fight to just be in that room. Cause I, I don't think, yeah, I think artists are the most in incredibly interesting people. That's yeah. amazing. I love that. I just want to say, all right, mothers, you heard the man. Now stop asking that question. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> Tell him to join the circus. He's got a lot. Of, a lot. Of, he's a busy man. He's sitting at a restaurant, Italian probably, and he doesn't need you to approach him. My he's son's shadowing. an actor. He needs to shadow directors. Good. He's busy. God. Yeah. You've heard the answer. Now stop it, all of you. Um, uh, I, so you have. You, you mentioned love. I, uh, you have a fiance. How did you get? Or how did you propose? What What did you do? Oh. Um, God, I, and where were you? I like to know that too. I was uh, here in Los Angeles. Uh, we met in Los Angeles. She's a she's a makeup artist and a hairstylist. We met doing I was doing a, a cover for a, a cover shoot for a magazine, cool. and she was a makeup and hair artist. Um, and we met and immediately had an incredible connection, and, and the rest is history. Um, one of the places that I I taken her on on one of our first dates, um, the Ritz Carlton in Laguna Niguel has this gorgeous um sort of like a patio where yeah. they have like a lunch or where you can have like lunch and it just overlooks the the ocean and it's just really pretty whoa and um so i had i had um told her that we were like going there to have lunch um but of course i was gonna like propose to her and yes. she had no idea <laughs> and um i i got her a limousine well, whoa, stretch. I hope stretch. Yes. That's <laughs> awesome. Not like annoyingly big, but just like, <coughs> yeah, yeah, the that's awesome. Stretch. Classy, um, I love it. And I just, I, I, I had the driver take her around to different places, um, around the city where we had sort of met and fell in love and, and had really. Were you in the car? Or? No. Oh, okay. No. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. 
And at each place, I had like a little letter that said something about it was like a clue of where she was to go next. So she was sort of read the the, the a scavenger kind of like, hunt. Yeah, like I a love scavenger it. hunt kind of thing. And then it ended at our place, and I just proposed in our. Oh our my god, that is romantic. Yeah, I'm I'm a romantic that, dude. No that shame is incredible. In, uh, in saying it. Yeah. No, know? that's amazing. That I love it. That's that is amazing. romantic. Yeah. That is romantic. Yeah. I need to get like romance lessons from you. That is any very time. nice. <laughs> Anytime. That's great. Uh, you know, what's <laughs> the driver it. up to now than the limo driver? What's he been up to? Nothing is exciting. <laughs> <laughs> He's still doing limo. Yeah. Uh, well, congratulations. Man. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Uh, how'd you ask her out? Did, were you like getting your face done up and or something? And she was just kind of, you had I, the I moment. Have, I didn't have the balls to ask her out that day. I just, it yeah. was like pretty overwhelming because I just left there being like, oh my God. Like I'm in so love much at first right sight. Now. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm screwed. Um, but then I was also like, she's a makeup artist. Like she deals with like you know actors all the days, every day, sitting in her chair, right? Like on maybe her she and was just like being that. nice. Yeah, or something you know what like I mean? that. So and I, so I was like, I have to find a way to like stick out and not, you know, be like every other <laughs> douchey actor that sits in her chair. Right, 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 right. So like self-absorbed or whatever. And uh, I asked one of my friends, and it was like the beginning of December, uh, I was like, what do I do? Like, I need to like, you know, the next move has to be really calculated. Otherwise she's just going to think I'm just like some other actor trying to get in her pants and all this kind of stuff. And uh, he was like, wait till Christmas and then send her a text message when she's like, you know, with her family and like with her feelings and emotional and, and I was like, and then he's like, and then you just strike with a, with a nice text. And I was like, (laughs) you really plan this out. And I was like, I was like, okay. He met like, her in July. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Four or five months. So what did you text her? I Sup? just texted her. Yeah, Sup? exactly. Sup, new, hum, new number. Who dis? Mary Xmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or is it private? What did you text? Is it private what you texted No, her? I just told her that I was thinking about her and that, uh, you know, I'd love to, when we both got back to L.A. after the holidays, I'd love to, you know, take her out and see her and, um, and uh, that I'd been thinking about her. That's it. And she, uh, you know. she said, what'd she say? She said, uh, new number, who's this? <laughs> no, she didn't, did she? That's who's this? <laughs> who That's is? great. No, she said, yeah, so then we, we had a date back uh, in January when we came back from the holidays, and we've been together ever since. That's oh, beautiful, yeah. man. Romantic. Congrats. I like planning ahead. You met a nice lady. You, you consulted. And yeah. hopefully the person you consulted, they sound like they were uh, of – Sound mine, you know, yeah. they, they gave you good so advice. Far. Don't ever ask this guy how to make an omelet. No. This is what I'd say <laughs> you go in there, buddy, you make the best damn omelet she's ever had. Burn it, yeah. And uh, is that how you proposed? You like made her an omelet I and did. said, Will you marry me? I, I said, Uh, sup, like we said, with your how did you, how did you propose? That's actually a really private question. That I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I it was, was in India, right? No, I was not. Oh. I was in Japan. Oh. I was in Japan. But it, it, so I was, there was like this little foresty area. So I was in Tokyo. And what happens when you're me in Tokyo is there seems like a lot of people were noticing me because I was just some tall guy walking around. And uh, so I really, I felt like I needed an isolated area. And so, you because the forest. <laughs> I went to a forest. I literally went to a forest. And I was, because it was on the way to India, and I was like, easy. Taj Mahal. 
lover's lane, pretty much. But then I, so I was like, just saying, oh, going to India. Well, don't get somebody's like, tell me you're not thinking about proposing in India. Right. That just killed your whole dream. Right. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? What's that's as stereotypical as it gets. I mean, what do you? And I was yeah. like, all right, well, let me just take her to a, the only forest in Japan, in Tokyo, Japan, and and so we got engaged that day. She did your lady, your lady had no idea when no you got. Idea. How did you do that? It was tough. It is tough, <laughs> it isn't it? Really tough. Yeah. Yeah. Did you? How how did you do the ring? And did you guys? Well, I had a friend hold it because I was way too paranoid about hiding it in the house or like having her find it or something like that. Oh, that's smart. How about you, Maddie? Engagement uh, stories. Well, I uh, it was it was just when I had booked uh, the show. I'm on a series of unfortunate events, and we. Uh, me and my fiance at the time, we had both been traveling quite a bit in that time period. Mm-hmm. And I think I was like on a plane and I was just thinking about her so much. And I was like, I just got to marry her. Like yeah. she's, she's the one, like yeah. I, I can't see myself with anyone else. And she, I had, I was on a flight and I had just got home and, um, and she was coming in from San Francisco on a flight. And I like went to a crystal store. She loves crystals. And I went and bought like a little amethyst ring. And uh, she was getting off a flight and at LAX. And I asked her at the airport. What'd she say? Uh, <laughs> wow. Well, I had this whole thing planned. Out. Like I had this whole speech that I had written out. Yeah. Like in your head, you, you think you're going to say all these things. And she got to me and I got on my kneel, my, my kneel, <laughs> I got on my knee. You Tim t- t- Tebowed. <laughs> yeah. I got on my knee and all I could get out of my mouth is because I was so emotional. Yeah, I was just like, course. will you be my wife? That's all I could I think say. I said something stupid like that too. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I also like, was like, I was like, I could write something out and I'm like, no, that's such a cop out. You have to just like say it from your heart. But yeah, I think I said something like that too. Will you be my wife? Yeah, my wife, me. For <laughs> you wife, me, please. It is yeah. nerve-wracking. Like, it really is yeah. nerve-wracking. No idea what and you're gonna say. Yeah, she said. Yeah, she said yes. And then this guy, this like this limo, guy? this limo driver with a neck brace was limo like, driver. You guys I, in the limo driver? Yeah. Yeah, you beat him can up I, before. You can I take there. a? Uh, let me take a photo of you guys. And Lauren was like, "No." And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> all right." So he took a selfie and she said yes. And uh, I, I guess she had had a really stressful time. Wait, why was she so angry at this limo driver? He's trying to be nice. She yelled at she a limo yell driver. At, I, was, no. I was exaggerating. <laughs> I was ex- exaggerating. Jackama, what do you think? She had had a stressful time. Uh, Holy she shit. She was like, she had a, a witness at a trial for something. She, uh, she was coming back. So she didn't, she wasn't really right. in the mindset of that. So she was like, uh, can we do it again? So I asked her again at Barnstow Park um, in That's L.A. Nice. She said yes both times. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Wait <laughs> a part second, of the story. Maddie. Yeah. There's a distraught woman in the air coming back from a trial. <laughs> this is your time of romance and <laughs> You're love. You're like, now I'll get her. Giacomo. But wait, hold Giacomo on. had a, a she scavenger. Was, she was mad at me. And she was mad at you. <laughs> Oh, uh, but the thing is, like, I my thought process through it was like, I we could go get through and be through anything and still have each other, and that's what I told her. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, but maybe I should have. I I remember when um, you were talking about that ring. 
I remember I, it was so I was so obvious with this because I kept on going to I was like, oh, I've got to <laughs> go to the bathroom again because I was afraid I was going to lose it. So I kept and she Jenny's was just, like, this is the seventh time you've come. She today. was like, this guy is insane. And like, I, she pretty much like hand me. <laughs> Did the you ring. make her an omelet? That's uh, the question. You, <laughs> you already asked that question. And I don't like repeat questions, as we all know. Uh that is really rude to ask a question more than once. Right, Giacomo, what is going on? When you were, uh, uh, has she been to Italy with you and all this she stuff? She has, oh yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I definitely did that before I asked her to marry me because I, I couldn't have asked yeah, her to marry yeah. me without her having like met my Italian family and, and you know having them meet her and talk to her and meet her and not yeah. approve of her in any way because it's my decision, but it's right. it just was a really special part of that whole thing about you know spending the rest of our lives together and it's like yeah i need to know that you are cool with my family and that they like you and that you're you're wanting to take them on because they're yeah. intense right <laughs> right, right. i think know. all families are is what i'm realizing yeah oh absolutely. everyone's got their absolutely. own quirks you know family yeah. it's yeah shmamily it sucks this <laughs> family is not fun. i saw i saw this meme the other day on instagram that was like who is like the absolute asshole who made Thanksgiving and Christmas so close? That is like <laughs> such little time to see those people again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. That's yeah. true. That is not a big enough break to see all those people. They again. both should be bi yearly. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's yeah, really funny. Laugh. You got to land like late November, late yeah. December. You, you already seen them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, where can people find you on- online? On, on the internet. <laughs> what do you, mean? What, you want him to give you his uh, home address? <laughs> no. The poor guy like just came. Twitter, Instagram. Oh, yeah. My Instagram Where is... Where do they uh, find you? Giacomo What's your address? Um, if you can That's manage to spell my name, it's the only one there. If there's a crazy stalking mother out there, where could she find you right here, here at this moment right yes. now? Yeah, we're at the Laugh Factory. So well, thank you so much for coming by, man, and talking with us. Thank you, guys. It was yeah. Really fun. Yeah, it was really fun. Uh, thanks for uh, sharing all this fun stuff with us. I didn't and know I was going to have to talk about Omelets and Wizard of Oz as much as I did, but this is great. This is really I don't great. know how that the, the, this is... <laughs> I'm sorry for that question. I will never. I'll, it'll haunt me for the rest of my life. <laughs> it'll keep me up at night. I mean, we learned a lot. <laughs> we did. Yeah. Well, thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Have a nice day. You too, guys. Bye. Yeah, you too. <laughs> great, I'm just man. That was really fun. Oh, thank great, you man. so much, yeah. man. I really uh, Tom, I just asked Tom, Tommy if we were rolling, and he said, yeah. <laughs> it was really funny. Sorry. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, all right, Anthony. I think we should change the subject. You've been talking about this white T-shirt for like an hour. Well, it's making let's, me upset. You're right. right. Well, I, I want to feel happy. Let's let's bring. Uh, don't we have a an award? You you made something for Greg Buckman. I have. Let's uh, bring him in. He doesn't know about it yet either, Maddie. Oh, he doesn't. All right. So, okay. how do you want me to? I'll I'll give it to him. Hey, Greg, come on in. Greg is doing high fives to Tommy. <laughs> Again, he's wearing purple shirt. Very nice, tight look on him. Very sexual. And he's got his four-leaf clover and his long, gracious Tarzan-like okay, hair. Sit down, Greg. Greg is putting, taking his wallet out, putting on the table, his he keys out. and over he, a light. Yes. He's not speaking for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, are you tongue-tied? 
Greg, this is a podcast. You understand. <laughs> You're supposed to speak. Wait, can you? Oh, I'm not on. Um, uh, what are you doing, Greg? Oh, I thought you guys wanted to talk to me. Why did we you take do? the headphones off? Because I couldn't hear you guys. Oh, oh. can, can Wait, you, put can you guys hear me? Yeah. Okay. Put you the headphones on. Well, well, if you guys can hear me, I, I'm okay. Can you guys hear me, though? Yeah. Can you hear us? Um, without the headphones. But you guys can hear me. But yeah. you but you can hear me with the headphones, right? Um No, I can't hear with the headphones. But I gotta untie my uh tongue. Hold on. Greg okay. comes in with Well you really told me my funny. tongue was tied. I uh that's hilarious, Greg. Thank I you so said much. that. Who said that? Okay, you you keep putting you take you keep taking on and off okay. your headphones. You know what we need to do? Greg uh just go step out the door. And then come back in, yeah. And then put your headphones back on, and they'll work. I bet. Okay. So just step out the door, and then come uh, in, sit down, and sit in. Put your headphones on. Greg is wearing nice and like very hip black pants. He now has left. I think Greg left both doors. So I, I guess he thinks that this bit is a two door bit. Uh, here comes Greg Buckman, purple shirt. He's walking in yet again, and he's about to sit down. He looks good. He looks fashionable. Where did you? He does a flex. Now he's sitting down. He's flexing. He's put. And he just dropped the headphones. <laughs> he just knocked over his headphones. He just dropped over the headphones. This is. Uh, and he's shaking. What's going on? <laughs> and he's hitting the the side of the headphones. Can you hear now? Um, not with the headphones on. But you can hear. Well, anyway. I can hear. I can hear, but they're not coming in. But that's all right. If I can just take them off. All right. Wait, are they unplugged? They might be unplugged, Greg. Oh boy. Are you? Are you going? Is there something wrong with your yeah, hearing? Yeah, maybe you're just not hearing. Greg is now backing away. <laughs> well, I sure tangled. hope there's nothing wrong with my hearing. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you he off. Does, Thank you, you don't need the headphones. Oh wait, there it's working. Wait, go ahead. No, hit it again. It was working right there. Greg loves a headphone. Well, I want to look professional. Oh, I think maybe there. If it doesn't work, maybe I'll take plug, them off. Plug that one in there. Interesting. Just so interesting. Just, just plug it directly into the. You don't need the, the. You don't need the thingy. There's some kind of short. How's that, Greg? Oh, there we go. Okay, we're on. Oh, wow, that's amazing. That that really sounds good now. It reminds me of the doctors. I am a genius. Raise I one finger. Sound oh, sorry. You know what, Greg? I'm going to ask you to uh, just, uh, you, we usually ask people to go closer to the mic. Just go a little further from the mic because oh. you come in a little hot. I'm sorry. No, you're not. You don't have to be sorry. We're just, it just, we're just trying to make you sound as good as possible. So, Greg, how are you? How are you feeling? What are you doing? What are you doing, Greg? Greg, what is happening? We just asked him what he's doing, and how could you describe what he's doing, Anthony? He he was putting his head to this from side to side. What is going on, buddy? How are you doing? I'm do I'm doing really really well. I'm okay. What's wrong? Nothing. I'm all right. Um, I, I'm doing really really good. It, it, it everything is great. Are you? How are you guys doing? It's so good to be here. I'm so happy to be here. He just gave me the the uh, eyebrow movement. Are you okay? Yes, yes, I'm perfectly. Are you mad at us? 
Why would I ever be mad at you guys? You guys are the two best friends I've ever had in my life. No, I don't know if it, all of this is sarcasm. Or no, not. no, you guys are. I, I'm seriously, seriously. But what about Barney and Fred? I said, the guy, human okay. friends. Okay, what about Greg, Mama you Mia? Keep touching the mic. I'm sorry. I'm Why sorry. Why do you keep touching the mic? Because I wanted to make sure that the mic was like even with my mouth. There, I won't touch it anymore. Greg, you can move your. Uh, how are you? I'm okay. Please be honest. No, I'm being really, really honest. What'd you do today? Um, I woke up. I took a shower. Fantastic. Greg, <laughs> uh, you know what? I've got a real surprise for you right okay, now. Okay, okay. It's really, really exciting. Uh, so I hope that you will enjoy it. Now, Greg, you've been working really hard with us uh, for some time. You even stopped by and ordered me the perfect coffee chai tea almond milk two shots and i knew that it was perfect because i could taste the perfect taste from that i drink the drink every day it was a fantastic drink so thank you for that thank you for everything you do you're a great newsman in fact you might be the best newsman so let me get some music for this greg Greg, hold on, hold Sam- your middle name Samantha? No, what's your middle name again? Mark, Mark. I thought it was Samantha for some reason. No, no. Greg Mark Buckman. Yes. Let me get some music going here. Um, what's your middle name, Anthony? Samantha. I thought we had the same middle name. Oh, wow. It's Samantha is your middle name? Uh, yeah, Samantha. Who are you named after? I was named after Sammy Davis Jr., Samantha Davis Jr. Well, you know what? I was friends with her. Him. She used to come in. No, no. But I used to, his wife used to come into where I work. And Greg I used to Bachman, talk to her. From Anthony, Samantha Davis Jr. DeVries. To you, Greg Marcus Buckman. I present the oh. employee of the month of December. You've done such a good job with us. You've been just perfect. You're great here at the Lab Factory. Everyone loves Greg Buckman. And since your positivity has been so positive, and since you have Tarzan-like hair, we present to you the Employee of the Month. It is a certificate that says Employee of the Month, December, awarded to Greg Buckman. And there's a picture of Greg with a bunch of nice ladies uh, and is, is here for the whole month of December. Congratulations. He is speechless, folks. Absolutely speechless. He's looking at the sign like it's a, 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 a hundred-page novel. <laughs> How do you feel, Greg? Wow! Tarzan. Remember? I mean, I'm so excited. I, I just I, this is amazing. Those are the Maricel girls. Yes. From the TV series, what are they called? Uh, Carousel girls. No, what's the show called? Maddie, you know. She's a female uh, comic on TV. The, the TV Mar- series. The Marvelous Miss Maisel. Yes, yes. That's the group right there. It's a picture of me with them. That is fantastic. Well, Greg, congratulations. Thank you so much for all your how hard do, how work. How do you feel, Greg? Well, I, I, it's such a surprise. It made my whole day, my whole year. I feel so great now. I love you guys, and I we love, love you the too. Laugh Factory. Love I'm too, so, I, I've never won Employee of the Month. This is so huge to me. Well, Greg. I am so, I'm taken. Thank you. And I I was taken by you. Honestly, you work so hard. You're here diligently. 
Anytime we need you, you're here. Am I right? He's, yeah, he's right. If you need help with anything, Craig Buckman's there for the friends. He is family. He's a good man. He's a good man. And he deserves this more than anybody that has ever had Employee of the Month. You, sir, are the Employee of the Month. Are you going to hang this up? Well, heck yeah. I mean, this isn't... Okay, uh, don't this, touch the I'm, mic. Oh, though. sorry. This means so, so much to me. I, I'm like speechless. I'm so happy. Now, is I've that never a used frame won... that you gave him, Anthony? Is that used? It is. It's made in Taiwan, it says. Yeah. Taiwan has more employees of a month than and does any. It, have, it doesn't have any... Um... It doesn't have any like. Uh, there was glass. There was plastic. Glass. It was glass, but what, I took it away because I was afraid Greg, Greg might break it or something oh, okay. and hurt himself. I am okay. not going to look at my reflection. I it didn't. I put it on. I did not put the uh, actual glass on the frame because I was afraid that Greg couldn't handle that. So I took that off because I want you to enjoy this as. Uh, all right, Maddie, please turn. There's a commercial on, and I'm. Craig, I just tell us, <laughs> yeah. tell us what you think. <laughs> you okay? You crying? Well, I don't know. It just—it's emotional. Uh, I have for a question. Me. Why is there another photo in the back of this? It's of not you? another photo. Yeah, it is. It's a photo of you wearing uh, a silk robe. What's that about? Well, you know, I don't know what. Anyways, Greg, uh, you're a good man, uh, and and just tell us. What's going through your mind right now? We just really need to hear what it's like to get an employee of the month. Like you said, some you've never gotten one. There's a lot of people that have never gotten such a prestigious an award. So tell us what it's like to get something like this. I, I, I I'm, I'm, you know me. I, I like to talk, and mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, I'm uh, speechless. Speechless. Do you have anybody I'm, you'd like to thank? I want to thank besides I, us. Don't worry about us, but just like family, friends. People out there that that it's an award. You accept the people that and have helped you. Like ins- inspiring words. Go yeah. ahead. I, I want to. Um, I I just I say dreams can become reality. Yeah. You know you too. If you're listening right now. So you're thanking you too. No 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 oh. not them. Oh I thought uh, you were not the, the Irish band. boys. Even Do you though, like that band? Oh heck yeah I'm from why'd Ireland. Mention, My mom's from Ireland. Why'd you mention the group U2 then? No I meant U2 people out there if you're watching our show or listening to our show, I just want you guys to know, dreams can become reality. Anything you want. You can become and get if you work hard enough. Wow, I mean, what a prime example. Maddie, okay? He's a hardworking man. I mean, and then look at you, Anthony. We've overcame so much. Yes, we have. you have overcame so much, and you're a good man, and there's been naysayers and people that have tried to stab you in your back they haven't gotten an employee of the month you have how does that make you feel and tell those naysayers what's what right now greg tell them what you've won look i won you guys out there because i started at the bottom i believed in myself and i worked my way up and you're a hard working and man. a very very hard worker and i just want you guys to know out there like i said dreams can come reality take baby steps Baby steps. Just look at the girls I'm with. Look at those girls. Greg, you're married. 
Wow. It's not about but the marriage right now. It's about the award. <laughs> the reward. Thank you so much, Craig. Thank you so I, much. I just like... Anyone you'd like to thank? Maybe Sherry, the girls on the picture. Who would you like to thank out there? Well, all the... Uh, well, mainly, I already thanked you. Yes, I want to thank all our YouTube. listeners you for listening to our show. Band. No, I did not think... Well, for, they're okay for a couple of Irish boys. But anyway... Um, I want to thank both of you for believing in me. I want to thank, course, like I already Ray. thanked the Laugh Factory. Of course. I want to thank all our fans, and of I want course. you to tell your friends about our show. Of course. And um, and uh, I, I thank you for all the listeners, and um, thank you for everyone who, who voted for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you have any, can you sing us out on an award song, something about winning an award? You have such a beautiful voice. Um, an award song, maybe by go your action band. go well, go. Maybe something from you too is one of no, yeah, no, yeah, no, go. no 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 none of, none of that. Action, okay action, okay go. Action, action go action. go Greg 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 go. We are the champions, my friends, Wonderful. and we'll, we'll keep on, on fighting, fighting till the end. Bum bum bum. Are the champions? We are the champions. No time for losers because we are the champions. Carry it us home, Greg. Of the world. All right, folks. Thank bum, you bum, so bum. much, Greg. Thank you so much. And let's start with news with wow. Greg now. No, no, no. We'll do that. We'll do that after the Christmas song. Let's get it I gotta right. eat, man. Maddie. Did I do it's all right? Four Wait, o'clock. We Maddie. gotta eat. Maddie, did I do all right with you the reward? Great. I didn't let's know how to answer eat. the question. Well, I gotta leave by five. What? Because I have pick Zane up at six. By oh. six. So you might have to stay with them a little bit. All right, we'll do this quick and then. Are you going to be okay, Maddie? Though here, your health is more important. Yes. Be careful. Yeah. What is it? Two stories. Two stories. All right. Okay. I won't mess around. I won't mess around. How did it go? Was that a Christmas podcast? It was beautiful. Greg, I just said I got to get going. No, I'm so sorry because I had (laughs) a Christmas song. Okay, I misunderstood. Okay, so I'm gonna wing this. No, don't wing it. We have it written down for you. No, I'm going to do the best. I got to go hurry because Maddie has to go. Okay. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is from all the towns and all the worlds, bringing you the news like Santa brings presents. Greg, Samantha Buckman with the news with Greg. Wow, I'm Greg Buckman, and I'm here with the news for the Maddie and Anthony podcast. Wow. Wow, a moose rings Alaska home doorbell. Ding dong. Wow, I'm here. Wow, a moose used the doorbell to awaken a couple in Alaska. Wow, the couple thought maybe it was an aftershock or some kids playing a prank when the doorbell rang in their Anchorage home early Wednesday. Wow, Kyle Stoltz told the Buckman News team that he looked out the door and found nothing. Wow. He assumed it was the kids playing ding-dong ditch. Well, Stoltz decided to check his security camera. Well, the video showed a large moose backing its caboose right into the doorbell. 
Wow, I'm glad it didn't fart. Wow. The family was relieved it was nothing else. Wow. What do you think of that story, Greg? Well, I really believe it was a moose. News, news, news. News with Greg. News, news, news. News with Greg. Wow. Here's one. Wow. 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 German town gets Elvis traffic light. Wow. Thank you very much. Wow. Walking figures depicting late rock and roll legend Elvis Presley appear on a traffic light switching from green to red in Friedberg near Frankfurt, Germany. Wow. Keep your blue suede shoes behind the curb, the central German town where Elvis was stationed as a U.S. soldier in the 1950s has installed three pedestrian lights with images of the American rock icon. Wow. The red shows an image of the singer striking a pose at a microphone and green depicts his trademarked hip swivel dance. Wow. But, wow. They went online this week in the town Friedberg, 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 where Elvis, who died in 1977, was stationed at the U.S. Army Ray Barracks. Barracks. Wow. I didn't know they knew each other. From October 1958 to March 1960, and he lived in a nearby bad, whatever that word is, forget it. Wow, German. Wow, place. Friedberg, north of Frankfurt, Berth, Firth, Frankfurt, already has an Elvis Platz, okay? Elvis Presley Square, and decided to add the three lights as an added attraction. Well, for many Elvis fans who already make the pilgrimage to the town, wow. Folks, thank you so much, Greg. Thank you. you. We had a great show today. Great show, and thank you, news with Greg. But Greg, what do you think of that story? Well, I, I mean, you gotta love Elvis. Talk about a guy that created jobs. Okay, news, news, news News with with Greg. Greg. News, 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 news with Greg. Folk. And guys, I'd just like to announce that Anthony is starting his own omelet uh, making business. How so if dare you're interested, you? um, come by the farmer's market. Where, in what farmer's market is that that uh, you're doing that? The one where uh, farm farmers live. Uh, also, if you know anybody out there that is looking to sponsor and get their businesses out there, please contact the Maddie and Anthony podcast Maddie and Anthony podcast at gmail.com. Again, is it the? Uh, no, it's just Maddie and Anthony podcast at gmail.com. And we will talk about your dogs, your cats, your cat dogs, anything you'd like. We're ready to promote and get your business up and running. That's it. And that's our show. Arrivederci to say in my Italian friend's uh, native language. Sayonara. Ciao, Bella.